Episode 72 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Welcome. Our goal in producing this podcast every week is to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's very important business community. This week's guests, the co-chairs of the Greater Wichita Partnership, the organization created to guide economic development in the region. They are Charlie Chandler of Interest Bank and John Rolfe of Sasnac. They submitted a guest column that we published online and in the weekly edition. It's a call to action, or more accurately, a call to further action. We'll visit with Charlie and John in a moment. First, a look at the weekly edition. The Wichita Business Journal handed out awards to some companies and individuals pretty important to the Wichita area economy as part of our Manufacturing, Wholesale, and Distribution Awards. Fifteen companies and individuals recognized in several categories. JR Custom Metal Products and Johnson Controls named to the program's Hall of Fame. And our overall winners for 2018, Great Plains Industries and BG Products. Profiles of all the winners in this week's paper. Also, some advice from a couple of Wichita entrepreneurs who turned a hobby into a business. The guys who run the arcade in Old Town, page 5. Our special report this week on family business, we feature a Q&A with Daniel White of AGH, page 4. This week's list, IT services companies ranked by number of company-wide employees, page 30. You need them, we've got them, leads, listings of building permits, new corporations, real estate transactions, who owes back taxes, new lawsuits. This week, it starts on page 34. Back in a moment to talk about continuing to move Wichita and the region forward right after this. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Well, Charlie Chandler runs a family business here in Wichita that you may have heard of, Interest Bank. His family has run the bank since the turn of the last century. Charlie's involved not only in running the bank, but he's a community leader. And as I said, he's now co-chair of the Greater Wichita Partnership. Charlie? Thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. The other person at the microphone also runs a family business, Sasnack, parent company of Carlos O'Kelly's, The Good Egg, Homegrown, and an Applebee's franchise. He is partnership co-chair John Rolfe. John, thank you for being here. Appreciate the invitation. Appreciate it. If someone listening isn't really familiar with the Greater Wichita Partnership, can you guys fill us in a little bit? Bill, I think I'd describe it as a collective effort to collaborate and bring together the people in the community interested in economic development. It's a, definitely also our first concerted effort, at least in recent time, to assume responsibility for economic development within the private sector, to partner carefully with the public sector as well, but to recognize that it's the businesses that benefit and flourish, it's the citizens of the community that need to take responsibility for the growth that we need to see in the future to build a stronger economy for ourselves, but more importantly, our children and our grandchildren. What are your responsibilities as co-chairs of the partnership? Um, There's a a great number of um, investors inside the partnership and businesses that want to see our community move forward. And so uh, we serve to shepherd the board of that to make sure that we're uh, uh, spending their investment dollars in a way that generates a return for our community and helps them solve some of the problems that are out there that we're all sharing um, as we try and grow our businesses here in Wichita. 
We lead uh, uh, an executive group made up of some of those investors to help set priorities, to help make sure that we're on track. We effectively supervise the staff that's doing the day-to-day -day work. And uh, if, if you know Jeff Fleur, as I know you do, Jeff doesn't really require a great deal of, <laughs> of supervision. What he requires more is we have to rein him right. in every now because his enthusiasm is, is amazing. What message do you want to send with your guest column we published this week? It, uh, the, the headline is, More Join the Fight for Wichita. What was the message you wanted to send with that? Um, you know, I think a lot of people in our community are feeling a sense of momentum that we haven't felt in some time. And so we were trying to reflect from the business community as we understand the economic uh, headwinds that we've experienced and we're feeling uh, the momentum to try and harness that in a way and say, hey, look, uh, we're coming together as a community right now. Uh, we're collaborating in ways that we haven't in the past and there's uh, people joining it. We're feeling that momentum in the business community and we're trying to capitalize on it and now's our moment. Let's not miss this moment and let's also remember that this community's worth the fight. It's worth fighting for. It's worth the volunteer time, the uh, the dollars, whatever you can give to help make it be the best that it can be. Yeah, the challenges that we face are not new. They've taken 30 years to develop, probably at least. And the fact is we've spent now only three years with the partnership in addressing these and we can see tangible progress beyond what I believe either of us would have suspected early on. People are engaging. They are investing. Uh, we need more people to join in that fight because obviously when you're trying to turn a ship this size, it takes a lot of, a lot of hands and we need all hands on deck. Right. When you talk about some of the progress that's been made over the last three years, can you give us some specifics about some of the things that have happened that you're especially proud of, that, that the partnership may have, been, uh, may have been a part of? You know, one of the first things we think of is the progress that you can physically see downtown, right? So there's been uh, $400 million, I think, since 2010 in investment just along Douglas Avenue. And we're starting to see property values increase. And, you know, we're, we're seeing the numbers that we were wanting to see all that investment impact begin to impact. And then you see the retention of a place like Cargill or the expansion of Spirit, all things that we were uh, involved in and able to help facilitate um, our proud wins um, as we look back, I think. And I think that there was a fair amount of cynicism at the time we began this process. And I, and I think it's uh, great evidence of progress that since 2015 we were getting about $1.1 in private sector investment, and now we're over $1.7. We're, we're finding cheerleaders among the key players in the community who are not only cheering us on, but joining and, and giving of their time, even though they're running very sizable critical enterprises to the community, recognizing how important this vitality is to their future. Yeah, and, and I'd add, you know, some of the things that people don't see is as companies look at us from the outside or even internally when big companies are trying to make decisions, we've helped facilitate that one-stop shop where we have a great partnership with the city and the county. Um, with other private sector leaders to help facilitate things to make it easier for people to grow here. Um, and I think that's really important. It's not something that you, you're going to see every day when you're driving down the street, but it is going to, over time, really help us be all that we can be. And we tried to minimize what we created, Bill, 
in that what we really wanted to do, we saw a lot of good efforts taking place in the community already, and we thought, gee, how do we provide the place to bring them together? And how do I, I don't know if John likes my phrase, but I like to say, how do we grease the skids? Right. How do we provide the extra impetus to see that they're successful in delivering what they do? And if there are others trying to do the same thing, we try to get them to join forces so that uh, we can leverage that into one larger effort rather than multiple small ones. That's one thing. Emerging leaders, our, our group of emerging leaders, career women, influencers, mm-hmm. a lot of those are young professionals. And that's one thing they talk about is they, it seems like there are so many different organizations wouldn't it be better to kind of consolidate those? And that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, and we, we think that people expect that the partnership will vet the organizations that it endorses to be sure that they are, in fact, delivering the type of product that we need to have to advance the community. You know, an- Another evidence to me of the progress that we've made is I don't want to look around that room and see a lot of people with gray hair like mine. <laughs> I want, to me, the key is that we're engaging the next generations in this process so that they are taking ownership of it and recognizing that, oh, by the way, they can make this happen. And, and I mean, John's evidence of that, the fact that we have been able to engage as many young folks, and I think that they're finding it very satisfying to become involved in various parts of the efforts. When you talk to young professionals, what's the message they're trying to give to you as it pertains to Wichita's future and what they'd like to see? You know, I hear a lot uh, that they want opportunity. They want to be a part of a thriving community, and they want to know how they can help. That's generally in in some order or fashion what I'm hearing. And uh, it's not negativity on the community. It's not, uh, I can't wait to get out of here. It's, hey, this is a pretty cool place. What can I do to help? And Mm -hmm. where can I plug in? And let's make this place great. And they're feeling that momentum. And so the more we can harness it, focus it, um, and Project Wichita is a really important you know, step in that process to help the community have a, a place where we're all looking to for vision, where we think we can get if we stretch ourselves for the next 10 years. Um, it's all in response to that energy um, that we're feeling from that part of our community. The young people who have engaged, I believe, have such a level of enthusiasm that they are bringing some of the older citizenry along with them, Mm -hmm. recognizing that this is the way to get to where we need to be as a city. Yeah, and the truth is, and and Charlie and I have talked about this a lot, is the best case scenario for our community isn't for the more seasoned guard to hand it over to the younger guard. Right. It's for us to figure out how we work together. How do you use the energy, the risk tolerance, uh, the hopes and dreams of the youngers uh, to to be helped with the um, experience and resources and wisdom of that uh, older generation that's that's been there and if you can have those two work in tandem uh, you can really see some magical things happen in a community a business a family whatever uh, when you can get that going those young leaders we talk to say many of them say wichita pride is great we love the flag all the activity downtown as you mentioned they see progress they see some momentum but they also see that change in wichita sometimes comes pretty slowly That's one thing that they've told us about, and they don't really see a lot of bold moves. And I know bold was a word you use in your your column this week. Mm -hmm. What's your message for those folks? 
I think we have to be bold, Bill, and we have to step out, and I believe we have through the formation of the partnership and its execution thus far by taking some risks, by looking into opportunities, by not accepting no for an answer. Um, and, 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 I, and again, I believe that a lot of what's happened, for example, use downtown vitality and the, the changes that have taken place in terms of residential opportunities there, the nightlife that exists, um, and, and the opportunities for young people to engage in things that they find satisfying beyond their work have grown very substantially. Yeah, and I, I think my message back would be we're hearing you we agree with you, and part of the message in this was that uh, we're looking for bold ways to push forward because there is a moment right now that we're feeling that we can capitalize on when you have this kind of synergy and hope and desire to lean in in a community and, and begin to invest in itself again. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. Now, community advancement, when you look all across the country, generally – uh, feels like um, it, it takes years and years, and then you wake up one morning, you're like, wow, we've really made a ton of progress. But there are opportunities um, when a community is at a place like where we are where you can take some bolder steps that reach out a little further because there is that goodwill, that hope, that is energy that's shared. And so uh, we're looking for those opportunities, and we want to continue to invite uh, people that want to see that bold leadership to share their ideas, their time, their energy. They want to get involved. What's your advice for them on how to get involved? A lot of them say, we, we, we've got great ideas. We want to give you our opinion. But sometimes we just don't know how or where to do that. I will assure you if they contact the partnership offices and say, hey, I'm looking for the place that I can plug in, that they will get plenty of suggestions that and 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 carefully thought out suggestions based on their areas of expertise to show them some paths that they might they might choose. Yeah, and what I've encouraged my friends over time and, and seen from myself is uh, there's a lot of ways to move the community forward. Not We don't need everybody working on economic development, for instance, and we don't need everybody working on homeless services, but we need people working on all things. And so generally in a community our size, there's enough passions, enough expertise, like Charlie's saying, is find what's connected to your heart right now. It doesn't mean that's what you have to dedicate your life to, all your community involvement, but find a place to start leaning in, making a difference and building a network and friendships. And that generally is a pretty good path. Uh, that's was for me. You know, I leaned in, got involved in leadership, Wichita, got involved on the Children's Home Board and uh, started to make friends, started to be able to have influence and in things that I cared about and uh, and was able to uh, find more and more opportunities uh, through those relationships, really, in that network. And the great thing about Wichita, when I have friends move here from bigger cities or even me when I moved here from Washington, D.C., is you can get your arms around it. Like if you want to make a difference, it's a lot easier here than it is in big cities. I was talking to a friend of mine that's a business leader in Atlanta uh, just last week, and she was telling me, yeah, you really have to pick a niche in Atlanta and try and make a difference and then hope kind of that you are. It's just so big. But in Wichita, if enough of us lock arms on something, uh, you can have your voice heard and you can try and push things forward. And if you have enough persistence, generally you'll see results. And if younger people are invested in their community, they're less likely to move somewhere else to take a job 
they want to see a return on their investment that they've made in, in Wichita. That's exactly right. And talent is one of our major issues. And so the stickier you can make a community, and I, truly it's one of our advantages over the major metros, is that you, you know, I think uh, uh, my generation and the millennials uh, that, you know, that are really uh, entering the workforce in droves right now, uh, desire to feel connected to their community in a way that they feel like they made a difference while they were there. And you can do that right here in Wichita, Kansas. Is there a bigger challenge in Wichita right now than talent and workforce? We hear it from companies, even at the uh, Manufacturing Wholesale Distribution Awards that we just had. I talked to owners who say we just can't find enough people to fill the jobs that we have. And of course, that has a ripple effect. They can't grow like they want to. And so how do we face that challenge? We took some big hits during the downturn. There's no question. And it's going to take us a while to recover those. And it's kind of a nice problem to have when your job growth is outpacing your ability to fill those with qualified folks. We're trying to take some broad approaches, not only in terms of, a, of attracting talent, but in training folks, too, so that we prepare the workforce so they're, they're job-ready, if you will, when, when they complete a program here. It, but there is no silver bullet, and it takes time, takes work to get it done. You know, I was encouraged, I guess, you talk about making bold steps when we've talked to our friends, for example, in Des Moines, and they came and spent some time their leadership of their their partnership came spent time with us over the past year and when i was perhaps complaining that i felt that our momentum wasn't enough that i wanted more his comment to me was you guys are less than three years in at that point it took us 10 years to get this far so so don't sell yourselves short we we tend to be impatient we tend to want it all to happen at once But as John said, the pieces are happening around us, even though we may not be aware of them. And those aha moments are when you realize, oh, wow, here it is. Mm -hmm. It's working. Yeah, and particularly on the talent, the good news out there is that every community across the country is struggling with this, every industry. And uh, I remember when we brought in the head of Gallup, uh, who wrote the coming jobs war, and we had that conversation as a community, and they were absolutely right that it was coming. You could see it coming demographically. And so I think that's why it's such an important time to show that you believe in your community enough to invest in it. Um, that you uh, want to be a place that's uh, attractive to workers, that you want to have a welcome mat out to businesses and all that. And then you have to be really creative in how you find that talent, how you try and keep that talent here. I love what we're seeing out of WSU Tech and USD 259 with the career pathing, the pathway for aviation. That's a great show of partnership where they came together, uh, particularly with Textron on that one, and got something changed and done fast, which is gonna make a difference to our talent pipeline in this community almost immediately. And so if we can continue to think creatively, use that uh, good Kansas common sense and uh, hard work, I think that we're gonna be able to find some things that continue to put us in a good position to meet the needs. A key for the partnership too, Bill, is that I think we started saying this the day we, we began this effort. When we walk in the door to, of any meeting that's for partnership activity, everybody checks their self-interest at the door and recognizes that this is all about community. This is about helping those around us. And certainly, as a banker in this community, I can say I know my company will benefit as the community flourishes, and that's what I want to see. So uh, I can feel that I am indeed 
recognizing, you know, that it's critical that we are, we're focused on the greater good as opposed to individual benefit when we participate in these activities. We talk about momentum. Jeremy Hill's economic forecast talked about the Wichita and state economies seem to be expanding. How do we take advantage of that in the next year, the next two years? We clearly have to, and I tried to suggest this this morning myself, that we, we need to look at it carefully, pick it apart, the analysis that he's done and say, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, but then say, okay, where are our opportunities to stimulate here? Where are the things we can leverage? And oh, by the way, if it's a problem area, how do we address that one with uh, a double shot, if you will, to see that we can overcome that or work around it so that we don't let it slow us down? Yeah, and I think the other thing we're doing as a partnership is making sure we're data-driven. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking at the data that's out there. We're trying to allow that to bring us to focus, and then we're trying to bring in the best resources uh, from out there in the, in the world as far as research goes to try and put in the best strategies and plans behind that focused effort. And uh, that's one of the things I think that we've been able to see, the kind of results we have over three years that's generating the increased investment from people and the trust and belief is because we're taking data, we're taking specific strategies, and then we're going after it with the the best know-how we can and trying to get it done. Charlie Chandler, John Rolfe, co-chairs of the Greater Wichita Partnership. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it, and thanks for your service as you uh, move forward as co-chairs of this effort. Appreciate it. Hope you'll come back again. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 72. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.